1: See you there.
2: No court responses, no rules. Do it sound green, pop right back to its roots. I wanna go,
1: I wanna go to camp on Sylvania.
0: You're listening to Headliners, the show featuring the best and brightest of music from all over the world. Please welcome your host, Greg Howard Jr.
2: Here to talk about her new single, Over You, please welcome singer-songwriter, Dea Doyle. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for being here. So tell me about Over You.
1: Um, it was a song that I wrote a couple of years ago, actually, um, about breaking up with um a, lot, um, a boyfriend, a long-term boyfriend, and just feeling like, oh my God, well, if I can get over you and feel absolutely fine, then maybe I'll never need anyone ever again. <laughs> so it was this sense of naive numb- numbness that I felt that, yeah, so basically that inspired the song.
2: <laughs> so if you had to describe over you using only one word, what would that word be?
1: Freedom, probably definitely freedom that's definitely was the most prevalent emotion that I felt
2: um who is an artist that if they popped into this zoom right now and said dea you have to come on tour with me right this minute who are you dropping everything for
1: oh my god um that's that's a tough one I think I think at the moment it would definitely be Sam Fender
2: oh nice he's
1: um he, yeah, he's definitely, I think he's from the Northeast, he's from Newcastle, so he's a UK artist, and I just think this is only just the beginning for him. He's incredible, and I would absolutely adore to go on tour with him. If you
2: could change one thing about the music industry, what would it be?
1: Oh, mm. Definitely the, definitely sexism. I definitely think it's a lot harder for a woman to try and be, make some money and be successful in the music art industry than it is for men. So that would definitely be the first thing. What
2: is a venue that you would give anything to play?
1: Oh, I feel like when you're from the UK, I think the, the big one's always Wembley. I think from when you're little, that's always been the dream to play Wembley. <laughs>
2: That's from the the UK artists that I've talked to. It's it's always either uh, Wembley or the O2. Those are the yeah, two. Yeah,
1: definitely. I mean, I, the O2 is also amazing. But I, my first gig I ever went to was at Wembley. So I think that also has something to do with it.
2: What do you think is your worst habit during the songwriting process?
1: I think during the songwriting process, I my worst habit is probably once I write something and I like it I find it really difficult if it needs to change I feel quite attached to it like if I write a certain pre-chorus something I think oh but I do really like it even though it necessarily probably could be improved so I get quite attached to certain aspects of songs I reckon.
0: from the minds that brought you the smash hit podcast Your Life, The Mixtape, and Headliners comes Your Life, The Mixtape magazine, a free monthly digital magazine that focuses on music, culture, and social commentary on current news and events. Visit www.yourlifethemixtape.com to subscribe today.
2: Describe your music using only colors and shapes.
1: Ooh that's a tough one shape wise i'd say it's triangular cuz it's a bit spiky um <laughs> uh color wise i don't know i'm going to go for green green's my favorite color i'm going to say it has a green vibe to it
2: i like that i get that i get the i get the green vibe yeah <laughs> do you consider yourself an artist or an entertainer
1: definitely an artist I can be um be quite shy when on stage and performing and playing gigs I have to really psych myself up so I'd definitely say I'm more of an artist than an entertainer I can be a bit apologetic for my existence sometimes
2: (laughs) (laughs) so tell me about the moment in your career that you're most proud of
1: moment in my career I'm most proud of um I did a gig about a year ago in Brixton in London, and it was like an all-female lineup, um, and it had some amazing, amazing artists. And I, I don't know, it felt really important to be in a room with all these incredible women celebrating women in music. And I think it was not like the biggest or most exciting, necessarily exciting thing I've ever done, but it felt, it just felt really important. And I definitely think that's something that I remember.
2: I will, I have been to a few shows where, where the lineup was all women artists, and any time that happens, it is always the best show.
1: Yeah, I just feel like they feel really, it feels really supportive, like, as the acts changed, everyone coming on and off stage, everyone congratulated each other, it was just, it was just, just all around good vibes. <laughs>
2: What was the moment that you decided you wanted to pursue music?
1: I guess, I mean, my dad's a musician, so, and my mom loves music. There's always been music around, and on a Sunday in the afternoon when I was little, my dad would teach me a couple chords on the guitar. And when I was very little, I kind of always leant more towards acting. I quite enjoyed that. And then I kind of thought... I'm gonna, I'm gonna try write a song. Like, why not? Um, And then I kind of started to write. They were rubbish, but I started to write these little songs. And I don't know, something kind of ignited in me, and I was like, Oh my god, this is what I want to do. So yeah, I think it probably was about nine or ten. They were terrible. There was only like, they only consisted of G and E minor, and the lyrics <laughs> were like, maybe baby or something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Visit deardean.com slash subscribe to get signed up.
2: So if you could go back in time to the moment that you decided you wanted to be an artist, would you do anything differently?
1: Yes, definitely. I would force myself to practice. I used to have piano piano lessons as a kid, like classically, and I hated them. I hated them so much. I used to even at one point, I'd get my um, my laptop or my phone and I'd play the YouTube song, someone playing it on YouTube, of what I was meant to be practicing. So my mom would think <laughs> I was practicing, which is so naughty. So I would go back and tell young Dea to practice
2: (laughs) when are you most creative
1: um I'd say at home I'm moved away for university um and I mean I actually wrote over you whilst I was at university my recent single but I think in my parents dining room because that's where most of my songs in my life have probably been written I feel like that's where I feel the most creative and it's where the house piano is so (laughs) helps.
2: So if this uh, podcast turned into kind of like a, a, a tiny desk concert type thing, where in the set list does Over You fall?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. Um, probably somewhere in the middle, I reckon. I think I, I read a, a long time ago that when playing a gig, the best thing to do is play your most boring songs first. <laughs> so when you go away people are most excited not saying i have any boring songs not really joking (laughs) (laughs) um but people go away and remember like the best ones at the end and i feel like over you is like because it joins it's like the middle ground of genres between some of my songs so it makes sense to go in the middle what advice
2: would you give to the next generation of artists
1: oh i think i would definitely say make the music you want to make I remember because I studied music at university I remember when I got there and everyone was very like Tom esque very souly vibes which I absolutely adore but I was kind of making indie pop and I remember feeling a bit like oh it's just a bit rubbish um and so I think to have belief and conviction in the stuff that you enjoy writing and want to write and to pursue that don't try and do what's cool or what everyone else is doing
2: so, if you had an extra hour in the day, like if there were 25 hours in, in a day, right. what would you do with that extra hour?
1: What would I do with that extra hour? I'd probably sleep more. I, I love I love to sleep. I'd just have an extra hour in bed. <laughs> I'm one of these people that needs like 10 hours a night. <laughs> That's not what I was meant to say. I was meant to say, right, the best song ever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, listen... Everybody says sleep. The, the everyone's answer to this question <laughs> is sleep. And oh, then, good,
1: that makes me feel better. <laughs> and
2: then they go, "Well, I, I guess I should say, you know, something music related, but it's definitely sleep. So, yeah. so don't feel bad at all.
1: <laughs> I can't get through the day without an afternoon nap. <laughs>
2: what do you want people to take away from your music?
1: I think what do I want people to take away. Um, I think just to have fun enjoy it um and to feel a little bit empowered I think a lot lyrically a lot of my songs are very matter of fact um so I think to just kind of say what you mean and yeah to just feel a little bit empowered and to be okay with feeling whatever you're feeling
2: So tell the folks listening at home and all over the world where they can get their hands on over you and uh, any other music that you've released.
1: Um, I've got, it's on all streaming platforms. So Spotify, Apple music, or everything like that. Um, You can get over you on there. There is also a music video on YouTube. So if you look up Daya Doyle over you, you should find that also. Um, um, I also have two other songs which I released over the past couple of years called uh, new lover and make a living um, and make a living is about wanting to make it as a musician. So for any musicians, I think that one will definitely resonate.
2: And where can they find you on social media?
1: Uh, I'm on all platforms. Again, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, Twitter, so, yeah, if you just look up uh, on Instagram, I think it's day or dot doyle. So, yeah, and you'll find me there. It's a mixture of music content and live content. So, a bit of everything.
2: So, thank you for uh, taking a little time out of your day to talk to me about you, talk to me about your music. I, I, I have enjoyed this immensely.
1: Oh, amazing. Me too. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun.
0: Thanks for listening to Headliners. We'll be back next week with an all-new episode. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. For more information about the show, visit us at www.yourlifethemicstate.com. Headliners is a Spring Break 83 production in association with Rod Wharton Productions. All rights and trademarks reserved.